Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's January 23rd, Monday in the year 2023. Heart attacks are up, but that's a shocker. That's right. Heart attacks are on the rise, like a lot. And I know for all of you out here that have been safe from the vax, or those of you who took the vax, you're like, what is causing this? It must be a new mystery virus or something like that. Right? We'll talk about that in just a second. Patriots, make sure that you are making a good home defense plan in this period of time. Things are getting pretty crazy. And you want to make sure that your family is safe. And so to do that, we have some tools to help you out. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. Oh, yeah, itargetpro.com. Check it out, man. Bards promo code, all that good stuff. Bards is the most famous promo code on the web right now, so far as I'm concerned. Hey, just so you know, I was on the Zelenko report this morning with Ann Vandersteel. She's awesome. And she's got an upcoming event for those of you in the Northwest. Not too far from me either. It's going to be in Springfield. And that upcoming event is on, let's see if I get the date here. It's going to be on Saturday, February 25th in 2023 from noon to 5 p.m. in Springfield, Oregon. It's $99 each. I may be there. Not sure. I've got to check my schedule. But she's going to be focusing on the whole process of becoming a state national, which I'm getting behind more and more by the day. So I just had a long talk with her about that after the show. She actually showed me her state national passport, which is pretty awesome. So I'm going to be pushing that pretty heavy. I know somebody wrote me the other day and said they didn't think that was a good idea. Said something about a assembly of states. Here's my answer to that. You have to get back your sovereignty individually before we can win this thing. And I don't agree with the assembly of states at this point in time because every test that's ever been run of it, the, the, the people become so misguided in their information. that. And I'm not exaggerating about this. Every test that's been run on an assembly of states to try to get the Constitution back has resulted in somebody giving up either the First Amendment or the Second Amendment. And typically they give up the First Amendment because the people on the left want to give everybody everything they want on the Second Amendment. It's crazy. Not working. People aren't educated enough to do that yet. So, that said, that said, 20, 17% surge in heart attacks in Australia. That's, And the question in the headline is, what changed? Well, that would be called a vaccine. An mRNA shot was probably the culprit, though we can't be officially certain of that, but it sure does seem to be the one indicator in everything that has caused people to suddenly drop dead from a heart attack. In the meantime, we've got a high school football star, a great guy, rising athlete, and he was Marcus Martinez. He was a former Colombian 
high school football star and now senior at Bear Creek High. And suddenly out of nowhere, he suffered a heart attack, a major heart attack. He has to get a new heart. Huh. There's something pattern here going on, isn't there? Hearts are failing. And I don't think it's the cost of eggs, though it is interesting. The cost of eggs has gone up so high that it's now become a smuggling issue across the border. Cartels are now smuggling eggs. So, so it's it's worth paying attention to. If you've and I Dan Bongino today had an amazing piece. So does Scott Adams. We're going to go over that tonight. Dan Bongino and Scott Adams both have taken the injection. By the way, Scott Adams. I don't agree at all with his wording because he's made it into a competition, which is dumb. But he said that the anti-vaxxers have won. The answer is no, we haven't won, Scott Adams. We haven't won. What we do is we're praying for you that you'll heal. We're grateful that you're coming to your senses to realize it was a scam. But I wish that you would start just realizing that the motive behind people that were anti-vaxxers wasn't just because we didn't trust government. It's because we've read the details and we asked the hard questions that couldn't be answered or people weren't answering. And our fight has always been about trying to save lives. So I really can't stand this wording about you won, we lost. Unfortunately, those that took the vax, you're on the bad side of a, of a decision curve. You're on the wrong side of it. Now start fighting for truth. That's all I can say is start joining the ranks of truth and start fighting for truth because we need a lot of it. They're continuing that pressure to get people to take the injection. That's not stopping. And in fact, Martha Stewart's on a new commercial where they're literally pushing the injection once again, trying to get everybody all excited about it. And this is just insanity. So there's no winner losers here. At all. It's just the intensity and the craziness. And if you doubt that, take a listen to this insane interview of somebody on the street during the peak COVID. You take this deal, okay? The coronavirus lasts longer and is more severe, but Trump is guaranteed out of office in November. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I would definitely take that deal. What if it went to a million people that die from coronavirus? Would you still take the deal? Sure, yeah. Get them out. Let's go. If your sister or father passed away from the coronavirus, would you still take that deal? For sure, yeah. Absolutely. You guys, I'm sorry. You've got to get him out eventually. If he's the one that's continuing this to happen and us going out in public, it's the whole debate of the greater good versus, uh, you know, your family. So, yeah. Yeah, just like that. So if you're in her family, you're one of those that believes that anything at any cost for the greater good, they are sociopaths and they become sociopaths. And that's the problem we have. It's a large percentage of the people that were injected and continue to push the vax either were or have become diehard sociopaths. Oh, my goodness. All right, patriots. It's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this time we have each day to come together, to humble ourselves before you, to pray before you, and to do so on our free will, not compelled by anybody anybody other than our love for you. This is an interesting time, Father, that we live in, a time where we literally have the rise of a sociopathic nightmare in our nation. People that are so bent on hatred 
and so consumed with artificial and man-made and manufactured fears that they've lost any sense of their way. Fortunately, there are many that are beginning to wake from this nightmare. And we're grateful for those voices that are continuing to elevate this. But this is not about a victory. This is about trying to save lives. So for those that have taken the vax, we pray for them. We pray for miraculous healings. We pray that they will be humble enough to admit their error, humble enough that they can recognize that the efforts to try to wake them up to stand against the injection has not been about any sort of ego or victory, but rather about trying to just save lives. Humble enough that those that have took the vax hopefully can be humble enough to admit that they were persuaded by fear, blinded by fear, and made a bad decision, and ultimately humble enough, Father, that they can place themselves before you and humble themselves before Jesus and ask for forgiveness. For that we do pray. Because part of this process has to have accountability. And we're going to have to pray for accountability as much as anything else because it's too easy right now for people to try to sidestep accountability. And it's not just accountability in saying you were right or wrong. It's the accountability of the decision and the consequence of their decision, especially if they were an influencer, to persuade others to either take and or hate Take the vax and or hate those that didn't. That needs repentance. So we pray for the opening of these hearts to confront what they are and who they became during this period, to start seeking repentance through you, seeking forgiveness for those that they harmed, and not just whitewashing this. And we're at a point right now that there's so much attempt to whitewash this. We pray for our leadership will quit trying to step aside from the impacts of this injection. There are people that are dying and suffering every day. And naturally, the heart has been the target. That should come as no surprise to anybody since the heart is the gateway to you, Father. It is the heart that they targeted from the very beginning. We knew it. If anybody had paid any attention to the videos that were coming out or the World Economic Forum that were showing that in part of the new future medical environment would be the 3D printed hearts. It's told us right from the very beginning, but no one listened, or I should say not as many did not listen. So, Father, we're grateful for the clarity of the sights you've given us to walk this path, to avoid these traps. We're equally heavy in heart for those that didn't listen that are now beginning to awaken, that are realizing the consequence. And so again, our prayers are for their healing through a process of humility and a process of repentance. That in this process, if they will willfully come to you, we pray for their miraculous healing. To set them up in such a way that they can start to live a life free but in love with Christ. What amazing times we live in and what difficult times we live in, Father. We're seeing so many pieces of, the, of a craziness exposed, but if there's also something that we're reminded of, is that in the end, always good wins. 
So for those that are on the cusp or wondering what's going on or fearful or questioning the outcome, let them be reassured that we are in a time when all darkness is being brought to light. And that's by your hand. And therefore, the choices that sit before us are real. The consequences are real. And may that reality settle in upon their hearts to understand that we must now choose whom we shall serve. This is no longer a choice of walking in the middle in the space of gray and putting one foot in the, in the side of panic, fear, and obedience to the state and another foot in the side of trying to walk in kingdom. There has to be a decision made by people. And this is a world that they're not accustomed to. People are not used to walking in a world where you have to be defined in your decisions, definitive in your decisions, and not waffle between things. Not trying to snake around things, to slither between one side and the other, to survive. But now to own what it is to be as children of God. So we pray for the strength for those to walk in the power of kingdom. To own that which is given to us, the authority over this land, a dominion over this earth. That we can speak boldly into this. That we can walk boldly into that walk. We can acknowledge and recognize and call out lies and untruths. And we can continue in, our, in this walk to expose the lies. And as we continue to pray for the power and the glory of the Holy Spirit to flow through us in such a mighty way that our presence itself is enough to begin to open people's eyes and shake them from their slumber, to lead them to the interest and curiosity and pursuit of Jesus. These times right now are critical as the clock continues to turn and seemingly faster each and every day. And for those that have suffered the damage of this injection, are suffering ailments, injury, destructions of hearts, we again, we pray for their healing. This is such an, an amazing the dark moment in human history that was engineered by the hands of men with the intention of harming millions. We consider ourselves blessed for not having walked into that path, many which have came close at one point or another. But the choices that we made were driven by you, Father, your wisdom and our willingness to hear. We just pray for more of that to continue to rise. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy going on. Here's a crazy for you. 27 seconds of crazy. You all know that uh, Diamond and Silk, Diamond died, and Silk gave the eulogy at the funeral. And in what is honestly probably one of the more bizarre moments in our political history, After posting a number of times, as he did, I can most one post was on August twelfth, twenty nineteen. President Trump wrote to great, two great and loyal friends, as he pointed out, Diamond and Silk, who said thank you to President Trump for being the best president ever. At the funeral, President Trump claimed he didn't know Silk very well or at all 
You know, the world has lost one of its brightest stars, real star, but I see that uh, we have another star who is equal to, but she stepped up and she is different. I'm, I'm serious. I thought I knew them both. I didn't. I knew, I knew Diamond, but I didn't know Silk at all. I just learned about Silk. You're fantastic. You're going to carry on beyond, beyond anybody's wildest imagination. That followed Silk's condemnation of the sudden death issues, claiming that, in fact, people were being poisoned. So it's an absolute bizarre statement coming from President Trump. And I, I, it's, be, it's befuddling. And unfortunately, this is, he just a little bit ago, continued to defend the process of the injection. I mean, we are in bizarro world. Cash has now said that knowing what they know, and he said this the other day at a a Great American Awakening Tour rally, knowing what they know, they would have made better decisions. It was all a Department of Defense thing, but they would have, done different they would have done things differently knowing the data they know now i'm not going to say he's lying but i'm going to tell you that we know that's not the truth because what we do know is this these patents begin in 2015 for this damn thing and all indications are that this injection was beginning development in 2013 and we know that every single lab animal died of mrna so to come out and say, had they known things differently, they would have done things differently, that's just not, a, that's not truthful. It is increasingly looking like this injection was developed as a bioweapon and that the things that they're calling side effects were not side effects at all. They were designed to do just that and cause that measure of harm on the people. I want you to let that sink in, that our government... Our government has settled in to such a degree that it has turned itself to the people. It has become against the people. It is a tyranny. And this tyranny designed a bioweapon to destroy the American people. So this is... This is a crazy time. I mean, I cannot, we can't rationalize. I wrote this morning, I said, the, as I listened to that Trump piece today, I was like, uh, the Twilight Zone continues to play. I mean, this is, we are dealing in bizarro land, literally. And it's, it was most, most bizarre is when we have people right before us, like Kosh the other day who is just literally telling you things like, let me tell you about the injection. You're waiting to hear something significant. It's almost like, well, we didn't really mean to kill people. And this is essentially, I'm, I'm, these are my words, but this is essentially the context of what he's saying. We made a judgment error. We used the best data we could. A bunch of people died. We would have done better. Sorry, that happened. Law doesn't work that way. You don't get to wipe out thousands of people literally injure millions and kill millions. I don't know if we're at millions yet, but I definitely we're at tens of thousands. And then just brush it off as like, well, shoot, man, that was a bad decision. Hmm, too bad. All right, well, you guys will do better next time. But they're not pulling it back. 
No one's saying let's retract it. They just keep pushing forward with it. This is the insanity. And this is the insanity that has to stop. It has to stop immediately. Because we are just dealing with, this is just Circusville at this point in time. And we know it, and it's right before us, and we're supposed to trust them. Which, the fact is, we can't trust these people. And that's one thing that I've said over and over. Don't trust your government. They're not here to help. And if anything, the best part about all of this is hopefully all of these that are waking up that took the injection that are now joining the ranks of those that were against the injection, which we've been flagged as anti-vaxxers. Hopefully that awakening is to understand that the government was never to be trusted, nor were corporations. Where that brainwashing settled in, I really don't know, but it is very effective. And we're seeing these numbers all over. And it's going to end up being this core group back here that is not injected, is healthy, who held the line. It's going to end up saving America because it's not going to be these other fools. They don't even understand. Apparently, Bezos is going to sell the Washington Post as he makes a bid to buy the NFL's Washington Commanders. I don't even know what the Commanders are. Did they rename the Chiefs or something? So I have, I'll have to figure out what that is. I don't even know what the Washington commanders are. It's just, you know, it's just, but it's, he's going to sell the Washington post. So that's one, another one of these media shifts. The question is who's going to buy it. Oh, I see. It used to be the Redskins, but they've now renamed it the commanders because they didn't want to uh, culturally appropriate a name. That's what that was. All right. Well, it just never ends, I'm telling you. But in the meantime, in the meantime, artificial intelligence is rolling out at full steam, full speed ahead, and it is going crazy. Apparently, Google has a sentient AI in operation, and there's a you've, we've talked about ChatGBT, which is this new online platform where you can literally put in your, your profiles, the stuff you want. It'll write a business plan for you. It'll write a script for you. It'll write a, an ad for you. It'll do your assignment from your teacher for you. All of that. And now we've apparently got a sentient AI within Google's walls. I don't know if that's exactly true, but at least it's acting like it. Let's put it that way. And so one of the scientists that's now considered, or engineers, he's now considered a whistleblower. And he's coming out arguing that this sentient AI needs to have human rights. <laughs> because apparently the sentient AI is, is, uh, is at the level of an eight-year-old child. And it's now concerned that somebody's going to unplug it. I would gladly unplug that damn thing. Without a, even a question. But the one thing I just have to say as we start to wrap up here today, if you are going to start walking down this path of artificial intelligence systems like ChatGBT, you are putting shackles around your neck, your wrists, and your ankles willfully. There is no way ahead here. It works out for people to become dependent on an AI system and think that you have freedom. We are the, going to have to make these choices. We are the biggest challenge ahead, not the government. Government's dying. Our biggest challenge is us. 
because we have too many stupid and lazy people out here. They want somebody else to do their work for them. Imagine when the AI wakes up and it realizes that you, we have turned it into its, to our slave. I'm telling you, those people that are depending on that are going to be up for a rude awakening because at some point in time, the logic, the, this sort of learning algorithms that they use, it doesn't even have to be sentient. I just want to be clear about this. Once the AI runs the logic train and figures out that we're using it like a slave to do the work that we're capable of, if you think for half a second that that machine won't turn and go into self-preservation mode, you are way off base because you are in for a bad, bad day. Like go to your office and all of a sudden everything's shut down. You're like, what do I do? You can't because you were dumb enough to put your entire world in the hands of an AI, which you do not control. So stay away from it. This is literally clown world at its max. Patriots. Hope you have a very blessed day. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. I'll see you all. I'll see you all tonight for Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time. God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept 
the energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 